I'm Robin Amlo of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. I'm joined by Kartik Swaminathan, author of 3F, Future Fintech Framework. Let's begin, Kartik, with introducing you to those people who may not be familiar with you. What are your qualifications, as it were, for writing this book? Obviously, there is something I need to bring as a background to be able to preach to others. So to that extent, yes, I, I have roughly 20 plus years experience in the fintech and BFSI space. The beauty of my career, both by design and obviously you need some external factors to work is I've always been working on innovative products right from the start of my career. Because when I started, it was a dot-com boom, which was in the year 99-2000. And in these 20 years, I've developed a lot of product right from concept to launch in the fintech and digital space of varying degrees, you know, uh, as recent as something in the process automation space, be it in digital financial enablement, be it in education, be it in investment advisory. So the whole gamut of the BFSI space on, especially on the B2C end, uh, I've done extensive work on, and uh, I have tried to capture the essence of all my experience, my approach to projects. And that's where I've condensed it into a, this crisp book, which I called as a future fintech framework. And I'm sure in the next few minutes, we'll get to know how and what what it is about. So is it a roadmap? Is this a way if I come to fintech brand new, or I come to your book brand new, are you providing me with a roadmap to get into the industry? Or are you providing me with a roadmap to develop solutions? I want to clarify a few things. Obviously, a framework is kind of a roadmap. It gives you a structure to think through. But the uh, underlying crux of this book is, this book is not about knowledge. This book is about developing an understanding. So what I'm sharing, you know, coming back to the first question is, I've condensed this as form of a structure or understanding for you to maneuver through in the fintech space of future. Obviously, because the book is written in a way with future in mind, it covers some existing limitations which exist in the fintech world, which is currently existing. And so to that extent, yes, it's a framework or a structure or a thought process. Yes. So it's a way of not making mistakes that have already been made, as it were. I would say mistakes because obviously as individual, we, ha- we have this tendency to think that we control everything. A lot of things happen by themselves, right? So this will help you navigate b- better. Let me put it this way. Okay, so it's not like mistakes won't happen, but you can still think through because the core fundamental blocks will remain the same. And that's where this book scores. So what kind of trends are you offering in the book? What kind of trends are you seeing in fintech moving into the future? In fact, I start the book with, uh, there are three sections to the book. The first section starts with trends and themes. So because I want to introduce people to the world of fintech, what I've done is I've condensed everything happening in fintech into 63 themes so this could be connected it this could be a chatbot this could be something to do with blockchain this could be to do with community social media so i have actually brought in these 63 themes very simply explained and try to give a picture to the readers in terms of what is happening in the fintech space so it's like as soon as you start the first chapter you orient yourself to the fintech world And that's where actually your mind starts opening because this is uh, what will help you to ideate. It's like it's it's the trigger to your thought process. And then I move on to section two, where I'm suggesting three frameworks. Now, just think of this. 
I've given you Lego blocks, but then I have to give you some structures, right? So these 63 themes are like Lego blocks, but then how do I arrange this? So I have given you a kind of a cycle. So there are three frameworks. The first one is called FDLC, which is FinTech Digital Lifecycle. Every FinTech product will fall under this lifecycle. Just like how Agile is helpful in project management. Every project will follow an Agile lifecycle, which is seven stages. Same way, every FinTech product will start with onboarding and end with offboarding. Now, what's the beauty is most product development or even if you take, take uh, something like design thinking, into consideration, they are oriented towards just ideation and innovation. They are not oriented to look from a perspective of consumer because what does a user or a consumer do? He will onboard and offboard and in between lies the whole life cycle. So there are seven stages. For example, transaction is a stage. So what I've done is I've condensed in FDLC seven stages and 39 sub stages, which will again help you design a very effective user journey a user journey will come to a use case and it will come to functionality. And eventually this is tech and product agnostic. It will apply to every situation. And once you apply this, automatically your thought process, you can ideate. In fact, what I'm suggesting in the book, if you are better off, you are more experienced and knowledgeable, you can improvise on it by using this structure in the framework. So FDLC is one. Second framework is what I called as Flare, FinTech Logical Architecture. What I've done is I've broken a futuristic digital fintech-based architecture into 14 components. So today, a techie and a non-techie find it very difficult to converse with each other, to collaborate, because digital projects are all about collaboration. Flare is a simplified, very simple, simplified 14-component architecture. It changes your perspective to look at anything into these 14 logical blocks. So that's number two. So I've simplified that structure. Third structure is, which I feel will actually accelerate the digital growth of future because we have a lot of limitation in the ecosystem. We talk about partnership, we talk about APIs, but it cannot be enabled unless what I suggest in the book as the third framework called FinTech API Marketplace. The future of FinTech ecosystem will be driven by a new entity called a marketplace. Think of a marketplace where all the APIs are not just aggregated. We have many marketplaces where APIs are aggregated, their documentations, their descriptions are given. It's already started happening. But we will actually have suggested many things wherein how those APIs are curated, structured. You can actually simply consume it. You can buy a single API. You can buy a combination of API all as packages. And uh, the way you create a website today, you simply book a domain, you typically figure out whether you need a WordPress or a Joomla or whether you want to, what templates you need. Then based on the template, whether you want a CAPTCHA API, whether you want a mail API, all those APIs, social media APIs, you just plug and play and you publish your website. Same way in future, you will publish your own fintech. You can even publish your own bank regulations permitting as an individual because Let's say Robin, Robin has 5,000 people in his community. You can be the bank subject to certain regulations, conditions and check and you run it as a community. It will run based on your trust. And maybe you are the front end at the back end. You are tied up with some stack provider, which is a, a tech based bank. Maybe you tie up with a XYZ. I don't want to name brands here. 
So that's where uh, the third uh, and crucial thing called API marketplace, where I've done a lot of ideation and uh, thoughts and suggestions to really foster innovation and growth and partnership, because that's a big stumbling block today. And then finally, I conclude with four key things in the third section, which is number one, how player ecosystem is emerging. Let me give you a small instance. I feel players will be broken into four categories, the front end, the tech end, the middle ops end and balance sheet players. Why this is necessary? Because regulators will have to look at players from this perspective. Every industry players are getting broken into these four. So this is one small perspective. There are many perspectives there. So I talk about players, number one. Second, I talk about regulations, wherein I have, again, this is a generic level understanding. I don't talk about country regulations, but I talk about what are the pitfalls in regulations, areas people should be looking into, like, you know, uh, how privacy is becoming an issue, how data is becoming uh, along with privacy an issue, and frauds are a challenge. Education is a challenge. Regulators still have not grasped the fact that the collapse of a bank will be much quicker in a digital era. So they need to respond very quickly, right? So they need to put in place automated audits. So I've talked about things like those. Then I talk about pricing because the digital ecosystem involves a totally new kind of pricing. I'm sure given your experience, banks started with float as their income when they started initially. Today, we are talking about pay-as-you-go models, right? We are talking about subvention-based lending models where customer is not charged, right? They are tightly wed into the ecosystem. So there are various ways you can price, charge customers, and that is relevant because eventually they are commercial organizations. So that's a third thing I talk about in the third section. And the fourth and the final thing I talk about uh, and leave my thoughts with people is new types of career options emerging in the fintech segment. 20 years back, none of us heard of a project managers, business analysts in banks, right? These were unheard of jobs. But today, a bank cannot work without a product manager or a business analyst or a project manager. Totally different roles. Same way, in the fintech ecosystem of the future, where things are converging and community is going to be a very strong theme, I have suggested that going forward, these roles will become more prominent, obviously keeping in mind all the stuff I already spoke, because I told you like players are getting broken into these four areas. So you'll have need to specialize into the front end operations and these, these areas. So net net, that's the crux. Kartik Swaminathan, author of 3F, Future Fintech Framework. Thank you very much indeed.